from the city to assist Pass me up, I'll never miss at all As long as I can rap tomorrow Saving up half a ball, give it to a noble cause Where you get your swag, cause Virgil called How you get so cold, you ain't got a Autumn You were scared of your own success? Yeah what, what, what was scared about it though? It's easier just not to do it mm-hmm. It's easy not to It's easy not to Go after it Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, well, you know, I, w- I was a rapper, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, that's sweet, that's dope, man. I used to rap too, and that's easy. Mm-hmm. But it's hard as fuck. Can we swear? Yeah. It's hard as fuck to to go after shit, bro. Mm-hmm. This shit hard. Cause there's no excuses, right? Nope. Yeah. This shit hard. I mean, the biggest thing, especially for for podcasting, for me, what I learned is consistency. You know what I'm saying? Like when it comes to podcast, everybody got a podcast now, everybody. right? Everybody trying to start a podcast, but the thing that sets you apart is your consistency. Mm-hmm. Like you got to drop every week. That was my thing. I need to drop something every week, even Absolutely. if I don't got an interview. If I don't got, if my co-host Aviana don't come on Thursday, I got to drop something. You got to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's that's what it's all about. But people fall off of the consistency, though. You know, same thing with comedy. Yeah, got to be consistent. You got to hit that stage as much as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's same thing. Consistency is key. Consistency is key. Content is king. Consistency is key. Yeah. Well, let me introduce this right now. Welcome to another episode of Ain't Trying to Hear That with Jordan Alexander. And I have a very special guest in the building, Derry King. My man. Um, T-E-R-R-E. T-E-R-R-E. Oh, Ara, Ara. Ara, Ara. My people's from down south, and that's how we say. Okay. That's how we say Ara, so. I, I extend that on stage that way. Okay. You from the South? I'm not. My mom is. Okay. My mom and all my family. So, um, my mother's still country. She's been here since, she's been in Buffalo since 63, I think. Okay. She's still country as hell. <laughs> I, I got an Aunt Peggy. She live on, uh, I ain't gonna say where she live at, but she, uh, yeah, she country. She from uh, Carolinas, mm-hmm. you know? And she's 70-something now. She still talk like, you know what I'm saying? She's like from she, the South. Yeah. Yep. That's a beautiful thing. So uh, so you from Buffalo? Yes, sir. Lackawanna. Lackawanna? Yep. Okay, I was growing up in Lackawanna. I ain't spent that much time in Lackawanna before. Lackawanna is it's a beautiful thing. Man. I was just actually telling somebody yesterday mm-hmm. that growing up in Lackawanna is what is an advantage I have okay. in comedy. Because Lackawanna is so diverse. Um, I went to Catholic school mm-hmm. as a kid from kindergarten to fourth grade. So grammar school was Catholic school. Mm-hmm. And then growing up in Lackawanna, our school was so diverse, man. It was black, white, Arabian, Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. We had everything. We had kids coming from Bosnia. We had kids coming from Africa. It was so diverse. And I feel like that that's an advantage I have in comedy because I do black rooms white rooms some people can only do black some people only do white Mm -hmm. even if they are black they only could do white rooms so Mm. it's 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 it was it's an advantage i have i believe yeah being real versed right yeah culture Mm -hmm. you know i went to an all-white wedding last week i was the only black person there about 200 people there and i and i and i credit that to my mom putting me in catholic school okay real shit for real (laughs) i was like man I knew how to handle it. I knew what forks to use when it was tiny. I'm sitting at a table full of rich white people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I know what forks to use. I know what to do. I mean, I knew how to handle, you know what I mean? I know so much stuff mm-hmm. from just growing up in Lackawanna. That's great, bro. That's great. So, um, you a comedian? Yes. Here in Buffalo, New York? Yes, sir. 
Yeah, I see you be working a lot though. You be you be on the, you definitely be hitting the stage, man. We was like you were saying earlier, it's about consistency. It's mm-hmm. about consistency. So when did you start uh doing the stand up? So I started comedy in Atlanta. I lived in Atlanta uh from twenty fourteen to seven to twenty seventeen. Okay. Started comedy um March of twenty fifteen. So I was in I was here in Buffalo. Comedy wasn't it wasn't no comedy scene here right. that I knew of. And I used that as a, as an excuse. Mm-hmm. There's no comedy here. I guess I won't do comedy. Mm-hmm. I got to Atlanta, and I was going around to comedy shows. I said, "Bro, time is now." I was like, "No excuses." Mm-hmm. I was like, "You ain't got no no opportunity to make an excuse now." It's every night of the week in Atlanta, comedy is going on. Five or six shows, five or six open mics every night. And it's like, what's your excuse, dude? You work ten to four. You gotta work at four p.m. That's a good schedule too. Yeah, I, I work amazing to schedule. You know what I'm saying? So I already know amazing schedule. <laughs> I already know. So I'm like, you, you've, you've got the opportunity mm-hmm. from four to seven. You got all this time before you go do before you can do comedy, and so I started doing comedy. I always want to do it. Mm-hmm. So I always say, I always say, lack of one made me funny, but Atlanta made me a comedian. Mm. So what, what made you always want to be a comedian? I can remember back in I'm a lot older than I look. It was it was probably eighty nine, ninety. Okay. Seeing comedy on TV. Okay. Seeing Eddie Murphy. And it was just like that's what I wanna do. I wanna I wanna make people laugh. I wanna have an impact on people. In I a want, red suit. He was wearing a red suit or no? No, he had the uh the purple suit on. Okay, okay. So I was I was like that's the impact I want to have. I want to make people laugh, but I want to look good doing it. Okay. Because that's what Eddie did. Mm-hmm. I mean, he made people laugh, but he looked good doing it. So mm-hmm. I was like, man, I want to do that. Then Def Jam came out. Martin. Martin is best host ever. Mm-hmm. To ever. You know what I mean? That, you, that you'll see do this. Back then. Um, I'm the best host now. But. Um, <laughs> Talk your shit. Go <laughs> ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> uh, I am. Uh, but. I was like, this nigga killing it mm-hmm. off the top of his head. Mm-hmm. That shit looks so smooth. That shit looks so organic. unscripted, organic, mm-hmm. so natural. And it's just like, man, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. And I just made excuses from 95 to 2015 to not do it. 10 years. 20, 95 to 2015. Yeah, yeah, my bad. I mean, <laughs> I made, I made I made excuses to not do it, man. And everything has its timing. Mm-hmm. If I was nineteen and started doing comedy, I ain't had shit to talk about. Mm. So, but now you have stuff to talk. God, about. yeah. Right, right. So let me tell this story real quick. Go ahead, I'll, tell the story, bro. I go to this show. It's on a Wednesday. <laughs> it's a com. It's a comedy competition. You know, I'm I'm there because I I interviewed Gary Wallace. Shout out to Gary Wallace. That's my he guy. He said, "Come out, come out and see me." I said, "All right, I'm coming out to see you." That's right? my guy. I take a, a lady friend of mine with me. You know, we sitting right in front. He gave me tickets. We sitting right in front. We front right there in the middle. You know, this man comes on. I think it was like the first thing you said. You said, "All the big girls give a head, right? Right? Give a have a I head, said, right?" I said, I said, "Fellas, if you hear what a big girl makes some noise." Yeah, right. Like you said that, and I was like, I was sitting there. You know, my friend. You know, she a big girl. You know, what I'm saying she look good. You know, what I'm She's saying, pretty. yeah, yeah, she look good. You know, and what I'm big. saying, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, what I'm saying, but I bring her around. You know, what I'm saying right. that's my little, that's my little joint right now. You know, what I'm saying, and 
you know, I'm just sitting there. I ain't know what to do. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I feel like you saw me. You was like, yo, I'm about to get this dude right here. And I'm like, I'm just sitting there, but I'm laughing. Though. I'm smiling and mm -hmm. everything. And he was like, he was like, you know, I see who you here with, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh man, yo. But she was laughing too, so I'm she like, was. all right, this is this is this is fine. But you know, at at, at that moment, I didn't know, I, I didn't want to be clapping. And she would she would have been like, yo, because oh, like you think, yeah, yeah, because like I only know, I've only known her for like a month or two. You right. know what I'm saying? So I was like, damn, man. But when you did that, I'm like, y'all fuck with this dude. <laughs> so so here's my thing. I'm gonna talk shit about you, but you're gonna love it because I'm not gonna tell you, I'm not gonna talk down on you. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna talk shit to you because. That's what I do. Right. It's just, um, that's how that's who I am. I had a guy introduce me one time, my man Dwayne Jackson. He said, "This so the comedy show was not going good at all mm -hmm. for him or for nobody. The comedy show was not going good." He said, "I came in. Mm -hmm. He bumped the line for me. He said, man, you know, fuck this shit. I'm about to bring this next nigga up, and he about to disrespect the fuck out of everybody in here, and y'all still gonna love this nigga. Give it up for my man Terry King.'" I was like, "Oh." <laughs> I was like, that's who I am. <laughs> so I was like, that's who I am. Okay. And I've owned it since. And not not being disrespectful, but mm -hmm. I'm gonna talk shit about you and you you still gonna love me. I'm here today. Yeah, yeah. So, I was like, I was like, I, I could rock with this dude. Yeah. Like that that's a that's a good joke, you know. But I talked to her because we went to a comedy show like a week before. And like he was saying shit to us, he was like, he was like, "Oh, y'all together?" And I was like, "I mean, we here together, yeah, we here right? Together. We here together, mm -hmm. like you know what I'm saying." So he was Currently. grilling me on that shit, yeah, exactly, <laughs> right, right now. And he was grilling us on that. Then this happened. I'm like, "Yeah, we need to be sitting in the back, yo. Like, we go to some comedy shows. We gotta be sitting in the back because they like to talk about us. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I mean, it's good. It's good to have people that's good sports up front, though. Yeah, because yeah. I'm gonna talk shit. Yeah. So, uh, you started comedy, um. How was it going to your first open mics and how have you grown from, you know, starting to, to where you are now? So I started with taking a class. Okay. Because remember I was telling you about that nervousness, that fear of being successful. So I started with a mm -hmm. class and I was like, I'm going to get all the kinks out the way and I'm going to take this class mm -hmm. and fuck up during class right. instead of just hopping on stage. So I did a graduate. We had a graduation class. Killed it. Mm -hmm. Killed the graduation class. Um, I was doing so good throughout the class that the that the teacher put me up last. I closed the show out. Mm. That was one day. I did another open mic. I did them same jokes. And I was like, okay, that was cool. I did good. And I'm tired of these jokes already. I went to an open mic at a black room. Mind you, these are white rooms. Mm. I went to an open mic at a black room. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Bombs away. Third time on stage ever. Bombed. Mm. It was the most embarrassing most embarrassing time ever. I still I still bring it up every now and then. That's on my phone. I still bring it up every now and then just to say, okay, you got past that. So mm -hmm. that helps me get past anything. Um, but it was it was rough early. It takes so long to find out who you are when you're doing comedy. Like you you start out one thing, doing one thing, and then as you grow, like I'm I'm never more myself than I am when I'm on stage now. It was mm -hmm. jokes. It was jokes when I first started. Mm -hmm. Um, not like why did chicken cross the road, but it was basic ass jokes, man. Mm -hmm. You had to set up and everything because, like you said, you went to a class, so they probably yeah, taught you so how to you like get write how to write. Joke. Yeah, right, right, right. But I'm a writer. Mm -hmm. I've, I've written scripts, movies, uh, web series, and stuff like that. So I'm a writer. So I know how to write, mm -hmm. and I know I'm funny. So it was all right. Whatever. I'll just do this. I, and I wrote the jokes out. It was no cursing. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I come from a family cursors so it was like 
I'm gonna cuss my ass off. Mm-hmm. But um, so that was the start of my comedy. I mean, it was it was be clean and tell, the, tell these jokes. Right. Now, nine times out of ten, when I go on stage, I have no idea what I'm going to say. I just go, really? and I trust God to that this is about to work. That's beautiful, man. To get to that point, that's how know? I know this is God given. Because mm-hmm. I literally, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to tell this joke on stage. I'm going to tell this joke. And I'd be like, I go on stage. And I just look around. Mm-hmm. Boom. And I just go. No idea where it come from. Damn, man. I know where it come from, but no idea. Like, it's crazy. So you don't come in with like, you, but you do you come in with concepts, though, of like, all right, I kind of want to go in this area. I kind of want to talk about this. Like, So I use the concepts or a topic to cover my ass okay so if i because i know whatever i say whatever i say is gonna be funny mm-hmm. so my thing is i'd rather come off the top of the dome and just talk to y'all opposed to okay this is my script because mm-hmm. i think scripts i think my script if i when i write a script out of jokes i think it's boring okay. so but if i'm on stage i know i can turn it into funny if i get stuck right so and you brought up um writing TV shows and mm-hmm. web series and stuff like that. So when did you start doing that? Like, and did you, do you want to get into like, you know, doing some big time so that's, acting and stuff? So I did. So that's how I started. So mm-hmm. a lot of comedians uh, and people applaud me for my stage presence. Mm-hmm. That started for me doing, I was acting. I started okay. acting in 03. Um, uh, and, and from there I was acting to 09. I did my own, my first movie. Mom, I wrote, directed, produced, starred in. What's it called? Uh, Take that. Take that. Okay. Yeah. So it was filmed here in Buffalo, okay. and um, that was my that was the start of my production. Mm-hmm. And moved to Atlanta. I did. Um, well, I did a play here first, and then I moved to Atlanta, and I did three short films and a web series. Web series is the most my most proud piece of art. Where, yeah. can, where can people find that? Terry King. Oh, YouTube.com slash Terry King TV. Okay. Um, and it'll be under the under my web series. It'll be It's called Ambitions. Okay. And it was a Bonnie and Clyde story where um, Bonnie and Clyde story with a twist to me. Um, it started out as just being how Bo- I started out by naming it. How did how Bonnie met Clyde? And then it just grew into a web series and I just named it Ambitions. So how do you learn how to do something like that as far as like writing scripts, writing plays and stuff? How do you get into that? How do you learn how to do that type of stuff? Being, I was, I started for me by being in other productions. I was in other, um, other films and other like plays Mm -hmm. and I would study the scripts, not just to study it for my lines, but to study it, to study the format. How do I do this? How do I do that? Mm -hmm. Um, when I wrote my first film, I studied real scripts Right. online it wasn't social media wasn't that big mm-hmm. so there was no distractions so i was able to go online read scripts okay this is how this happens okay what what are the three parts of a of a film and all that so mm-hmm. um i was able to get a lot of studying done back then yeah i bring that up to say like like you said there's no excuses like you know especially in 2022 the information is out there like everything i do everything yeah. i've ever done 
as far as music production podcasting like i taught myself yeah it's like going online YouTube like, university is yeah amazing like, when i'm listening to podcasts like i'm studying like everything somebody's saying when people listen to podcasts like oh this is entertaining yeah. but to me i'm listening like all right you made you asked this question here like you know letting people talk a certain length like right you know i'm studying it like that like how you said you i got my scripts but i'm reading my scripts but i'm also looking at the format right you know so you want to take everything that you can from the experiences you mm -hmm. know and then you know you don't necessarily have to go to school for any of this stuff but you need to take yourself to school for this stuff you feel me oh you like that oh that's that that's that podcasting one-on-one -on -one. <laughs> I take my school to I take myself to school at least once a week. Mm -hmm. I, I'll I'll get a um I'll either listen to a podcast interview of a comedian. Mm -hmm. Not even once a week. I'm I'm honestly gonna say probably five times a week. Okay. But I'll I'll I usually post on my Facebook. I'll be like, if comedians if if you haven't been to school this week, go watch this. Or comedians if you haven't been to school to, the, to this week, listen to this podcast interview. Mm -hmm. Like I'll do that because I mean it took me to school. Um, went to school yesterday. Yeah. I went to the um, comedy show downtown. Okay. And you had said the entertainer, D.L. Hughley, mm -hmm. Tony Roberts, Talent, um, Don D.C. Curry. And it was like, I sat in the back and I just studied. Mm -hmm. I just sat there and studied, man. It was like, I picked up a lot of pieces from that yesterday. Oh, yeah. That's, I'm like, all right. Because I'm, I'm going to the next level. And I'm like, what do I got to do? What's, what's separating me from him besides that TV appearance? Mm -hmm. And picked up a lot, man. Last night was a good session. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You feel inspired? Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, Talent is an amazing host. Amazing host. It's like he make that shit look easy. Yeah. So, um, and then seeing those, those kings out there doing their thing, man, it was... So it sounds like that you, you really love the hosting. It sounds like you love you love stand up, oh, yeah, but you also definitely. love like hosting as like its own thing, right? Right. So like, is that something that you want to like, kind of be known for as like the best host? You said you're the I best am, host. I am. You in the best? Um, okay. I am the best host. But the headlining position is that's that's the goal. Mm -hmm. To not just headline. I've headlined shows. Mm -hmm. To be an amazing headliner. It's it's not many, you know what I mean. It's, it's, it's so to be an amazing headliner is, is is the goal. Hosting is my comfort zone, mm -hmm. and I get tired of being comfortable. So yeah, you got to get out your comfort zone. Yeah, hundred percent. So um, yeah, you did some writing. You've been doing stand up. You got what, what what's coming for you in the future as far as twenty summer twenty twenty two and beyond. What you got? What you got going on? So um, I do a once a month show. Okay. Um, I was doing a hotel Lafayette, um, and, and Buffalo River Works. Mm -hmm. um, I'm taking the July and August off from doing my shows. Okay. To do other shows, which doing other shows makes me become better because I got to bring it mm -hmm. on somebody else's show. My show, I can. My show, I can go in there and just go because it's my crowd. Mm -hmm. So it's easy. Right. So challenging myself now. Um, going to Atlanta in a couple weeks on a couple shows there. Um, August, the Bow Flow Festival, we're doing a comedy night this year um, with some killers. Me, Gary, Rima. I've seen that. And uh, Yolanda Smiles. So uh, one thing about Gary, 
Man, Gary pulled me to the side back in December. Man, changed honestly, changed my life. Okay. Man, pulled me to the side. Now, I ain't gonna take a word from just anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not just gonna. Come tell me, yo, T, I think you should do that. Somebody messaged me today and was like, oh, your, your videos are offensive and blah, blah, man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and kiss all parts of my ass. But Gary, Gary, because he's somebody I respect in comedy, mm. pulled me to the side and said, yo, you bullshitting, bro. Mm. And now he, he bigger than me. Yeah. And he up on me. He's like, yo, you bullshitting. He said, man, I look forward to you going on stage. And you get up there bullshitting. What the fuck is that? Mm. You're right. That's what I told him. You're right. I said, I'm done. I'm done bullshitting. So that changed. That changed. So if if you mad about my cockiness, if you mad about how confident I am on going stage, blame Gary. <laughs> on some real shit. Blame Gary. Blame Gary. Blame Gary because he shouldn't have told me to stop bullshitting. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's actually a beautiful thing to have somebody – you know, one of your peers, one of your mm-hmm. friends to to tell you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know, I see the greatness in you. I see you Stop can shine. Bro. Stop bullshitting. That's all you had to say to you. You was like, I know exactly what you mean. I was you like, know? damn, you, you just, damn, yeah. fuck. No, that's, that's great. But it job. take respect for somebody to tell somebody, yo, stop bullshitting. And it take respect to receive that, right? That shit hurt. <laughs> that shit hurt, but I, I could yeah. see it clear as day, him standing, mm-hmm. yo, stop bullshitting, bro. You get up there bullshitting. You're right. You you're right. You're right. That's what I told you. I was like, you're right. You're right. Humble and uh, yeah, that's that's beautiful. <coughs> that's beautiful. But so it's uh, been real. It's definitely been real since then. Yeah. Yeah. So um, but you brought it up the uh social media, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I be seeing your TikToks, right? Like you be reacting to stuff, mm-hmm. right? It is when I see your stuff. Like I love comedy, so I'm just like, yo, this dude is being funny, right? But like you said, some people they get offended, mm-hmm. right? So do you ever feel like you might have to? I don't know if I should tell this joke. Nope. No? Nope. Because, you know, them people out there, they want to cancel. People care. waiting to cancel And I don't people. care. You feel me? And I don't care. You don't care. Nope. If if I see it and I think it's funny, I'm going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Because somebody going to laugh. If you don't laugh, I don't care. Especially I, when it comes to women, though, too. You know what I'm saying? Because you be making jokes about the women and listen, stuff. And I I'll be to, like, yo, this man, like, I, I couldn't say these things. You feel me? Like, I, I used to do a, um, I used to do Fat Fridays. Okay. I take a, a video of a fat woman or a fat person. <laughs> yo. I used to do Fat Fridays. And I would, I would joke about the fat person. Mm-hmm. Y'all want to be equal, don't you? Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. You are equally opportunity to be joked on mm-hmm. you want to be equal no nah, that's a that's a fact but you know the women they be and that's what i, I hate about the, that's what i hate about lgbtq community people be like oh uh like comedians i hate when comedians say this i ain't got nothing against the gays but and then you tell your joke mm-hmm. you don't say that you don't say oh i ain't got nothing against black people but man niggas be eating watermelon no you just tell the <laughs> joke yeah. So why do you have to People want to be equal Why do you have to say I don't got nothing against Blah 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 mm-hmm. And then you tell your You tell your joke Man tell your shit bro Yeah Yeah I'm all, I'm all for jokes bro. Yeah I'm all for jokes Like as long as it's jokes You yeah. know what I'm saying You ain't provoking violence So like it's, right. it's, and it's jokes not, yeah. And it's not Speaking down on nobody It's joking mm-hmm. Man yeah. I grew up with some thick skin bro Mom's talking shit to you mm-hmm. Man, me and my friends, I have the best group of friends. 
But if you walked in on one of our conversations, you'll think these niggas hate each other. <laughs> For real. That's a good group of fans to have. Yeah. So you grew up uh, with your mom. You had siblings? Yeah. So my mom, my mom, I have 11 siblings. My mom uh-huh. has six. My dad has eight. A couple of them joined. A couple of them are together. Mm-hmm. So he goes out to me having 11 siblings. Um, I'm at the top. I'm at I'm my dad. My mom's second. My dad's first. Okay. So, um, and we all funny. I'm my mom. All my mom kids are funny. We all funny. <laughs> yeah. So. So you had to be big bro. Had to be big bro. Um, I was the middle child for a while. My mom decided to have. My mom had three. And then she decided to have three more when she got later in life. Um, and it was, I mean, big bro had to be the peacemaker in the family. Mm-hmm. Had to, you know, I mean, I, my my goal right now is just continue to bring my family together. That's mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. So I'm that guy when it comes to my mother kids. That's beautiful. I try to be that person for my family. Yeah. Too, you know, because my mom, she a little stubborn, right? And my dad, he just go with the flow. You know, yeah. my brother, he do his own thing. I'm the middle. You yeah, know, I'm the middle child, so I try to. My birthday's on Saturday, so I'm having okay. everybody come through for a barbecue. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Like, Happy try to get all the family I haven't seen in a minute come through. You know, and my sister, she the youngest, so like, you know, she the youngest. She's gonna, you she gonna do what she wanna do. Yeah, so I try to, I try to, you know, make sure everybody stay together, make sure everybody hold everybody accountable. You nice. know, but also I try to make sure I hear it when people hold me accountable as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so I feel you 100. percent Definitely. You know, I'm turning 25. 25. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 25 was a good year for me. Oh yeah, twenty five was a good year. Twenty three to twenty five, mm-hmm. oh, good years. Yeah, I'm good having, years. I've been having a good time. I've been having a good years. time. But I always say, like you know, your prime as a as a man is like twenty seven to thirty two. You know, because I think about it like, you know, if you in the NBA, right? Like it's over after you that. think yeah. you think LeBron, like LeBron ain't won his first chip to he was about twenty seven, twenty eight, right? That's when he was in his prime, prime. Right. You know what I'm saying? So twenty seven to thirty two, that's when you got to really make it. Like, really make a push for what you want to do in the future. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's how I'm looking at it. You know what I mean? But I'll be 40 this year. You'll be 40 this year. I'll be 40 in September. That's a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I used to, you know, growing up, I used to be like, man, at 40, I ain't going to be doing this. At 40, I'm going to be. I ain't none of that shit, bro. But I'm still going. I'm still climbing, man. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, man. You, you man, you look good for, for 40, man. Appreciate like, it. You know what I Appreciate mean? Appreciate it. Yeah, you be, you be, uh, what do you eat? Like, what do you do? Like, it's your regimen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People probably want to know. They're like, yo, this man 40. Like, no, I just don't. I mean, I, I'm not a heavy drinker. I mean, I, I don't drink, I don't drink mm-hmm. like that. Like, I, I mean, out of all my friends, I'm the one that doesn't drink. Um, I never did no drugs, drugs. I mean, yeah. smoke weed, but I ain't never, I never did no drugs. Mm-hmm. So, I see people, I see, uh, I see people getting drunk and shit like that, and I'd be like, man, that's what that's the difference. Mm-hmm. That's why I look the way I look opposed to them. Like, you know what I mean? It's okay to get drunk, but don't wear your don't tear your body apart, man. That's true. The drinking drunk, hungover, you gotta be to work in the morning. Yeah, yeah. You tang your you tang your body up. I'll be feeling terrible in the morning yeah. sometimes. I'm like, damn, like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> My stomach be messed up, you know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, I, I haven't had a hung, hangover since. I haven't had a hangover probably in 10 years, man. So. So that's the key, huh? Don't drink. That's the key. And, um. You smoke cigars, though. Smoke yeah. cigar every I've now and then. I've seen you smoke cigars. It's mostly a post-show thing. Okay. You know I mean, I take a moment after I have a show, whether it be, um, 
the night of or night the next night. Mm-hmm. But I just take a moment, smoke a cigar, spend some time with God, and just talk. Mm-hmm. I love I love cigars. Yeah, like, I'm a cigar connoisseur. Like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I smoke a lot of cigars. I go to the Reds. You know what I'm saying? And okay. like I go, I, you know, because it's a little cheaper there. Right. You know, I got a little punch card. You know what I'm saying? You get the you get the ten dollars off if you you know yeah. get ten things or whatever. But no, I love my cigars definitely. You know, it's like with a I know you don't drink, but with a beer. Yeah. Sitting on the porch out here. So I do it with a coffee. Okay. Yeah. I That's smoke, actually I smoke even a cigar with a coffie. That's yeah. It's a good feeling, man. Yeah, man. But um. Dang, you said something I was gonna bring up. Oh, you can. Um, so as far as uh, your faith, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, I noticed, uh, you know, multiple times you said like, give it up to God. Right. You know what I mean. So, how important is your faith to you as far as in your life? It's everything. Okay. Everything. Every step of the way, man, is mm. is the most important thing of all things. You know what I mean, you gotta have God. I mean, or whoever you believe in. Mm. I mean, you have to have somebody that you believe in to, you know what I mean, help you through this life. Every morning, I get up and I just, I get on my knees and I thank God for numerous things. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I've been seeing it lately. So I started, started in December. I said, every morning I'm going to get up and I'm not going to ask God for nothing. I'm just going to thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him. Mm-hmm. And I, I just run down a list of thank yous. And to me, it's it's working. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, some people may say, oh, the universe. Some people may say you believe in yourself or whatever. But I think my me believing in God helps me believe in me. Mm-hmm. So, Did you grow up in the church? You grew up religious? Nah. 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 We was, we, the opposite. We was, man, I, we didn't go to church. Okay. I probably went to church twice as a kid. I started going on my own when I was 19. Okay. And I was in church every Sunday. Almost every Wednesday. Um, was my pastor armor bear for a little while. Um, so I was in it mm. in my twenties. I was in heavy in the what church. What brought you to that? What brought you to that? Um, my friends. Okay. It was the people I was friends with were in church. So it was like, All right, I'm gonna start going. Mm-hmm. And then I started getting caught up in it and that was that. I don't I don't go to church anymore, but faith has my faith hasn't wavered. Yeah, yeah. I say my my three biggest principles in life are respect, authenticity, and gratefulness. You know, nice. and, and the gratefulness part is is the God thing. Like I don't I don't pray. You know, I grew up in the church. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, my aunt was a pastor, and like my mom, my dad, they go to church every Sunday. I don't really go to church, but and I don't really pray pray like I should. You know, what I mean, right. I'm gonna be honest with it. But um, you know, the gratefulness part is like you know I feel like the part like the God part. Right. You know what I'm saying like. I'm thankful for every day. Like I'm thankful that you came through for this interview. Oh, man, you know I'm what I'm saying? For the interview, for real. You know, like I'm thankful that you know I'm not out here with COVID. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like every day, you know what I'm saying? With stuff be happening at work, I'm like, so I'm glad I got a job and I did have to pay have, my did bills. Did you get COVID? I, I actually had COVID uh, last month. Really? I had COVID? Yeah. You had it late. I, the first time I had it was uh, in October. Okay. And that's I, that's when I, I was sick for like two days, like real sick for two days. That two days I was good. Lost my taste and smell for like two weeks. Mm. But I had it uh, recently, like a last month. And I was only sick for like a day, really. And I would have been, been to work, but I took it out home today, so I had to stay home from work. But no, nah, the second time I got it, I was like, I kicked that shit quick. It's fine. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I never got it. No? Uh, I ain't going to get it. I believe it. 
you know, especially right. now. Yeah, I mean, at this point, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna get it. I know I ain't gonna get it. Um, but no, like my fa- my faith mm-hmm. is what allows me to be so confident. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I I put my belief in God, so I know I'm gonna go on stage and be great. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I just know it. That's beautiful. Put your faith in God and yeah. it'll be okay. Man. So my, my 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 confidence bothers people, and I can tell, and they can go to hell. But people um, don't like confident people. People yo. don't like. But confident that's what people. I kind of liked about you on stage too. I'm like this dude. I know if I sit down and talk to this guy, I'm gonna have a great conversation. Yeah. He's gonna be real with me. Like I yeah. said, my second principle: authenticity. You know what I'm saying? So you know that shit. That sh- oh, my confidence bothers the fuck out of people, mm-hmm. and I love it <laughs> because that's your own problem. Now people say people say, "Oh, you uh, was conceited, arrogant." Mm-hmm. I'm not. I just I'm confident as fuck because of the work I put in. I'm confident as fuck because I know where my blessings come from. Mm-hmm. I'm confident as fuck because I know who I am. That's why I'm so confident. Yeah, don't I'm not. Apologize for that. Oh no, hell no, I'm not. Don't apologize for that. You know, an arrogant person would have told you you should be interviewing me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Should have been had me on your show, <laughs> but I'm 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 not that kind of person. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a grateful person, and my thing is, man, I'm grateful for the opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful for the opportunity for you to reach out to me and ask me to be on your show. Mm-hmm. An arrogant motherfucker would have been like, man, nigga, yeah, I should be on your show. A lot of people feel that way, especially in Buffalo. You know what I'm saying? Like people be it's feeling weird. that way. It's you weird, know, man. But it's it's weird, no doubt, no doubt. Mm-hmm. But I'm confident as well, and like people don't like that, you know. Like I don't know. Who does he think he is? Exactly, exactly. Bitch, I'm him. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and that's another thing, man. I, I I call women bitches when I'm on stage, and I never called a woman a bitch. Like in a relationship or like mm-hmm. just out in real life, like I never called a woman a bitch. Um, I. I was on a show one night in Atlanta and a comedian, he was on, he was, he, he had called women bitches and they was like, don't fucking call us no bitch, blah, blah, blah. And I knew I was next. Mm-hmm. And I was like, watch. <laughs> I said, yo, I said, yo, let me tell you real quick um, before I get into my set. Yo, you can't call these old bitches bitch. <laughs> these old bitches want to be called hoes, right? Y'all old bitches ain't bitches, y'all hoes, right? Oh, man. And- <laughs> Yo. And they were, and they were so, it's, and it's not even, it's not, it's not how you say it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not what you say to people, it's how you say it to them. And being a comedian, I used to watch headliners get on stage and be like, man, this bitch, this, this bitch, that. And I was like, man, I was like, that's part of the separation on some real shit. That's part of the separation. Like you can say what you want to say to people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who's this nigga? He can say what he want to say, but I can't. So I started throwing it out there and I was like, Psh. Hey, I can say it. And it's not in a disrespectful way. Mm-hmm. It's not like, yo, you a bitch. It's this bitch. It's different, man. <laughs> it's different. It's different. But uh-huh. I don't mean it in any disrespectful way mm-hmm. of calling you a bitch. But me saying, oh, this woman is not as funny as this bitch. Right. So it's not disrespectful. It's 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 all in fun. Mm-hmm. So, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. And I, I mean, I was I was raised to respect women. And and I'm highly respectable of women. Um, so I don't call women bitches. It's just on stage. It's like this bitch. And it just works better. 
Yeah, it definitely adds like a comedic like tone to it. I think I may have even said to you, you right here with your bitch. No, nah, I don't think you no? said that. I don't okay. think you said that. Cause I, I don't know. I no, probably couldn't no, laugh because no, I'm with her. You know No, you me? know what though? No, I, I didn't because I kept I was trying to stay as clean as possible that night. Okay. Um, so no, I didn't. I know I didn't. Yeah. But But if you said that, I couldn't have laughed. You would have laughed, bro. I couldn't have I'm laughed. Telling you, you I would have looked, I would have looked you to see how she would reacted. You, you feel laughed. me? You would have laughed. And I would have just been like, oh, it's, you know, I'm sorry. So you would have been Will Smith. No, 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 no. You would have been. Because I understand it's comedy. Yeah. (laughs) But like, you know, like, you know, you want to be, you know, respectful. No, I get you. I get you. And like I said, I, I, you know, I just She listened to this. Yeah, yeah. She listened to this. (laughs) Like I said, I can't say this stuff you be saying. You feel me? Yo, listen, a lot of people can't. And, and, and that's life. Yeah. That's life, man. I'm, I understand life ain't. I understand we all not equal. Yeah. I totally understand that. Yeah. People, people, t- like I said, people just take my confidence the wrong way, man. Yeah, yeah. And I love that I can bother people. That's no lie. I love it. Hey, man. Well, you're in the right profession for that. Because that's something you need to go home and deal with. If that's- you can't deal with me being confident who I am, no, see, I would have to deal with it if I was laughing at you calling her a bitch. You feel me? I would have had to deal with that. You feel me? Like, oh, you think it's funny? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. why? You know what I'm saying? I would have been like, hey, yo, I would have tried to talk it down and everything. But I'm like, damn, I would have pressed you about it. You came out and be like, bro, come on, man, you got me in trouble, man. You and then I'd, I'd, I'd have backed down, <laughs> and she would have loved it. And then you probably got some head on the way home. <laughs> so I get it, man. I'm all for the. I'm all about. <laughs> Us, man. Yeah. Fellas. I'm all about the fellas, man. If I got, oh, if I got to look like a bitch for you to get some pussy, I'm with it. I'm with it. <laughs> just just oh, cash at me 40 bucks when you're done. <laughs> Terry King. Oh, man. You want to uh, plug your social medias and all that stuff? Yeah, man. You can find me everywhere on social media. I am Terry King. I-A-M-T-E-R-R-E-K-I-N-G. I am Terry King. Beautiful, man. You got some shows coming up. Make sure y'all tune in to Terry King. You got some funny stuff on the social yeah, media. Yeah, follow me, man. I'm 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 about to be busy, man, because that's what I've been asking for, and that's what God been giving me. I be getting phone calls, bro, from people that I don't even know have my phone number. Really? Yo, we want you to do this show, and I'm like, man, that's what I asked for. So it's happening, man. And, and you ready for it? Ready. Yeah. Super ready. I tried to get on the show last night because mm-hmm. I'm not ready. Okay. Real shit, man. I was... I contacted the people that need to be contacted, mm-hmm. and one of them people don't like my confidence. So I that's be, what you chop it up to. It seems like you just chop it no, up to. No, listen, they don't like no, my I've, confidence. I've even been told that he said Terry got his own shit going on, and he think he the shit because I am, but he don't like that. So it's just like, yo, I'm not gonna sit around. I'm not gonna sit around here in Buffalo and say, oh, I'm a, I'm I'm a comedian. I'm okay. No, I'm funny as shit, dude. Like why you say Buffalo like that? <laughs> like no, nah, because no, because my goal ain't to be the funniest in Buffalo. My goal is to be the funniest everywhere. Okay, but people in Buffalo look like man, I'm the best in Buffalo. I'd be like, that's your goal. Mm. That's your you thinking local? I'm thinking global. You thinking local, bro? Yeah. So I don't. I mean, I don't think that way. So my thing is, I'm not gonna sit here and oh, I'm I'm, I'm funny. You, you just come check me out. Nah, people come to my shows because when they see me, yo, I got a show on Friday. You need to be there. Yo, when your next show, T, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, right? Yeah. Are you funny? Funny as fuck, dude. Come check me out. <laughs> now, if I say to you, yo, come to my, come, yo, um, I got I got a show on Saturday. Um, You, you want to come check me out? 
You ain't coming to that shit, bro. But if I tell you, yo, nigga, come to my show on Saturday. I'm funny as fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what that does? That makes me have to be funny as fuck when you show up. Mm. Put the pressure on yourself. I put yourself. the pressure on myself. That's how you feel. Okay, okay. I put the pressure on myself. I like that. I wear pink when I perform. I see you wearing, the, you wearing like the I little... Wear it, I, I wear it all the time, man. Okay. Why? Because if you get up there with a pink shirt on, nigga, you better be funny. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. You got a pink shirt on, bro. You better be funny. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. I put the pressure on me because pressure's on who ain't gonna crack. Exactly. So, man, my my football coaches to say, God puts the weight of many on the shoulders of few. Mm. That's what he used to say to us, you know. And I, I still I still remember that to this day. Yeah. But the yeah. weight of many on the shoulders of a few. So yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. I put this crown on because somebody got to carry it. There you go. Terry King. Yep. With the crown. Yep. This is another episode of Ain't Trying to Hear That with Jordan Alexander. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate Thank you. you. My guy. Oh, don't, don't break my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate oh, it, man. Yes, sir.